They said getting started was the hardest part, but no one told you how hard it is to scale a custom service business. It's time for your team to step up, but your clients want you. Discover how to scale to seven figures and beyond by freeing up time and getting your team to run whole parts of the company so you can focus on scaling profits. This is the Hands-Off CEO with Mandy Ellefson. Hello, you got Mandy Ellefson here, your host of the Hands-Off CEO podcast. I am not so thrilled. I'm a little bit anxious and um, hesitant to share with you today what I'm going to be sharing with you because this is an important pop topic. A lot of people have challenged with this, but I'm a little bit uncomfortable talking about it. If I'm going to be honest with you, and um, I, for for me to really talk about this from any place of knowing, I have to share with you um, my own experience with this. One of my colleagues kind of put me up to this a little bit. Um, we were having this conversation. I told her this story about like how I got into this work. And she's like, you have to tell this story on your podcast. And I'm just like, I don't know if I want to. So I'm just, I'm, I'm sharing this today with excitement, with a little bit of hesitation. Um, but at the same time, uh, the times when I have shared this story with clients and with just audiences, um, in different places, they, it seems to have hit home for, for a few people. So I am hoping that at least a few people listening to this today will get um, something out of it that will maybe change their life, change their business. So uh, the topic today, epic burnout, how to prevent, deal with, and overcome epic burnout. And um, I'm going to give you the behind the scenes look at how I really screwed things up in my life and my business. For a short amount of time, I got things back on track in, in a short measure after that. But I did have a moment there where things kind of sucked and it was kind of the worst possible time in my life. Um, and there's a whole point to it. It's not just about me sharing this long, um, story. I'll get to the point of how this relates to you, how this relates to your business and how you can actually turn, turn challenges in your business, like burnout, like exhaustion, like hitting the wall and hitting your capacity, how to turn that into profits in your business. So, Let's get into it. So my question for you, have you ever reached burnout in your business? I'll tell you what, if you haven't reached burnout in your business, you haven't been in business very long because, um, it's just kind of a natural part of being a business owner. And it's it's a natural part of your progression. Here's the thing is that you might've experienced this, that people who aren't business owners, who might be interacting with you in your life, um, don't quite get it. <laughs> don't quite get what what the, what it's all about, and maybe aren't quite as understanding. But I want to just first of all take out any shame here, because um, just about all entrepreneurs who get to some level of success have reached burnout at least one time in their life, um, or one time in the life of their business rather. So um, I want to talk about what kind of happened for me and um, how I got out of it. So. Um, I reached an epic level proportion of burnout in my first business. And it actually was what led me to starting the hands-off CEO. That is why it's relevant. But, um, well, one of the reasons why it's relevant, it's relevant for a few reasons. Here's what happened. There I was, um, my husband's in in this graduate medical program, very intensive. And uh, I pretty much was required to hold down the fort. I had a four-year-old I was pregnant with my second child and we're talking like eight months pregnant 
my business was was growing quickly, and um, I had more work than I'd ever had in the past. And um, we had gotten to a place in the business where I was really excited about, but at the same time, the timing wasn't so great because I was having a baby shortly there. I had all these projects piling up with clients that weren't getting me back the work to be able to complete their project, and I just really needed to complete their projects so that I could um, have those done off my plate and, and really just enjoy my maternity leave. My, my visions of having a little bit of time before the baby was born um, did not quite happen the way I was hoping. So um, here I was trying to complete these projects. And like I said, clients weren't getting back to me. They weren't cooperating like I was hoping they would. I had contractors, staff that I was working with that, um, you know, I'd worked with them for, for a number of months and I really trusted them. They just dropped off the face of the earth and it was just a stressful time where I was sitting here wading through knee deep in code, trying to figure out how to do this way beyond um, my ability as a coder at the time. You know, I was more of a designer, branding specialist, but here I was thrown into the thick of it because, you know, I'd already had somebody kind of screw me once and I just didn't have the time to find somebody else to, to, to figure this all out. So I was thrown into it trying to figure this all out. I finally got it all done, but um, it was just, it was a couple weeks there where it was really rough. And this was all at the same time as this personal stuff that was, that was pretty taxing. So I got it all wrapped up and man, I was just spent. My mother-in-law came, I haven't ever shared this, this publicly, like, cause I don't, I don't believe, but like my mother-in-law came to like take care of our family and, and me. And I was about to have a baby and I just kind of laid there on my bed and just kind of like vegged out on Netflix for a little while just to like kind of clear my brain. It was just kind of, it was kind of pathetic looking back at it. I had just burnt out so badly. It was just really rough. And I felt like quite a failure at this moment actually, because the previous business that I was a manager for, I had been able to work it out. I had been able to work it out so this company could run without me and so that I could be squeezing money out of this business in a way that the owners just like backed off, let me do my own thing. And I had been able to be at this level of um, success in my last position managing someone else's company. And I felt like I had these skills on how to make a company really run without me and have this passive ability that I so badly needed right then in my business when my family could have used the extra income, but I also really needed that time with my family. The time was much more important. So I did take off some, some, uh, a good amount of maternity time while I was overcoming burnout. It ended up turning, turning out good. And I, and I got some good quality time with my girls and with my husband but I just, I had put my family through a lot of stress. I put myself through a lot of stress. In fact, what would, what had actually happened is that like my body was actually shutting down. And maybe if you've experienced burnout on some level, like maybe you've experienced like something happen where you, maybe you get sick um, in, in some way, maybe um, your shoulder is like giving you trouble and you need to, you need to get something fixed on that. But, but sometimes our body will actually manifest some craziness to li- really let us no, okay, slow down, stop. You, what you're doing is not good. And that was happening for me. I had an overuse issue in both of my arms. It was extremely painful. At one point, I wasn't actually able to open up a doorknob. There were times where it was difficult for me to put on clothing by myself. 
And it wasn't something that that happened for a, a, a long time, but what did happen is that I was worried that I had caused long-term damage to my arms through this overuse injury, and I thought maybe I'd have to get surgery. Luckily, I found a really great acupuncturist who fixed me up, and, and I got back to full health, and I never had any problems with it since. But that was thousands of dollars worth of costly treatments, and it was just it was just a rough time, right? And I I looked at this and I knew I had caused it. So um, when I looked at this, I didn't really see it as the gift that it really was. And when you have a burnout situation like this or some like massive breakdown in your business in some other form, you know what, what really is helpful is to look at what is the gift, what is there for me to learn from this experience. And looking back on it, I now know that there were a lot of things for me to learn from it. Um, first of all, this big epic breakdown was what really brought me to a huge breakthrough and what I really learned was, well, first of all, balance. That's an obvious one. There were some, there, there were some things that just got out of balance there. And what I really learned is taken me some years to really learn this, but what was really out of alignment was adding more value. I, I needed to add more value so that I could charge more. And I was stuck in the situation that I was at because I wasn't adding enough value to clients to charge more for my work. And so I, I, I wasn't able to charge enough for the work. I mean, I was charging a good amount, but it wasn't enough to be able to, to pay really good quality staff and also make a profit. And at this moment, I just felt really stuck and trapped in this, this um, business that I had. And, and I knew that the business model was broken somehow. I didn't quite understand what it was. I didn't really know the way forward. You know, I'm a bit of a stubborn person. And when I find something that I don't quite understand, I've got to figure it out. <laughs> so it, it, what it did is it led me on this quest to understand this problem of why was I able to make this company run without me that I had managed before, but I wasn't able to do that with my own company. Um, what was missing there? I went all in on researching this problem. And um, what started to happen is I was starting to help people in new and exciting ways that would just that was really charging me. And it was just so much fun. And, and in that moment, what happened is I just really found a deeper calling for myself. Those, those were some of the gifts that I experienced from that. If you've been in burnout or, you know, maybe you just have just been um, really overwhelmed, you know, I'd like you to ask yourself, what was the lesson in it? What could you learn from that experience? What did you learn from that experience? And um, really see that for, for what it is. So it, 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 the thing is, is it's really easy to, um, to look at that situation and to be judgmental of yourself and be hard on yourself and say, oh, I screwed it up. You know what? I, I, I ruined things for my family. I caused all this stress, whatever else comes along with that. But, um, really at this point to move past it, what I found is you just Get yourself some space and perspective. And maybe it's talking to someone else. Maybe it's just like shelving things for a little bit. Maybe it, it's giving, getting some perspective in the way of just, just really stepping out of your business as much as you can for a little while. Maybe it's for a couple of weeks. There was a time in my business where I just stepped out a little bit. And I, I, was, I kept on working with some clients, but I, I stepped out and just focused on doing ceramics because I just felt like there was a deeper meaning that I was looking for that it hadn't quite hit me. And I really was searching for it. And me taking some space back from it 
it allowed me to like really go in full force after that. And after that moment, it was, it was really incredible because I actually had attracted some clients in right at this moment um, afterwards where I really felt like it was meant to be that we connected. Like there was one woman, I'm not going to, to say who it was because of the, this is, this is, um, this is a confidential thing, but we worked together for about six months and we went from her business basically breaking even and not, not her being able to pay herself. It was a company approaching a million dollars in revenue a year. Um, in a very short amount of time, um, immediately being able to pay yourself almost a, a six figure income. But on a deeper level, what happened is, um, six months, she was able to, to actually implement the whole scale to freedom system in her business. And then the company was able to run completely without her. It was just, it, it happened so quickly for her and it was really exciting and something tragic happened and there was a death in her family and actually her husband died. And this is an uncomfortable thing for me to, to share and to talk about. I'm going to be honest with you because I, I really don't want to use this story as a way to just promote my business using her sad story. So I, I, I just, I just share this story with a little bit of hesitation. I'm going to be honest with you. But what was able to happen as a result of this is that her business was able to run completely without her. The last time I had talked to her about it, it was about like nine or 10 months. She had, she had, her run, company had run almost an entire year completely without her. And the great thing about it is what she actually told me that, that they had been stockpiling more cash in the business than ever before. So their business had become better than ever. And I don't know that I, I would have been able to be in this place to help her if I wouldn't have, have given myself a little bit of space from a, a bit of some burnout that I was having at the moment. So, I, so what I share that is, you know, for me, it was taking a little bit more time and stepping back from my business, maybe a little longer than some other people um, have the ability to. And so I'm not necessarily saying you should do it in the same way that I did, but that's just what I did. And that's just what I needed at the time. But what it did is it allowed me to really step into a whole new calling, a whole new level of, of supporting clients in my business and um, being able to support people who I felt really needed my support. And, and um, <laughs> she had her own level of like epic breakdown too. But the great thing about it was that because she had put the pieces in place in her business so that it could really run without her, she actually had that space to, to deal with it and to be there for, um, her kids. And, and that's the power when you have a company that can really, um, sustain itself and run without the owner to some extent. So I want to get back to this, the real reason and a very common cause of burnout for service-based businesses. This was actually what the cause was of my burnout. Um, looking back on it and knowing what I do know now from, um, working with dozens of service-based business owners and really understanding the real root cause of what is behind the burnout. And so the most common reason for burnout is actually an unbalanced output for what you put in. So you're putting in a whole lot more and not getting uh, quite enough back. So like an unbalanced amount of effort and return. This has got to correct itself at some point. And um, it can be a really stressful place and it just can feel like it's just not quite worth it. Even if your business is bringing in a nice income for you, if you feel like you're putting in a ton of work and effort and not reaching the goals that you want to for that amount of effort, you it, it, it's one of those perfect disasters brewing and it could definitely lead to burnout. 
if it's gone unchecked. So the solution is to increase your take-home profit relative to the time that you actually work. So increase the profit for every hour that you work. Easy, right? <laughs> okay. There's two ways that you can do that. Um, so first of all, I've talked about it before, adding more value and more value allows you to bring in more money. You can charge more for your services. You solve a bigger problem that's worth more money than it's easy for someone to pay you more to um, provide the solution. So that's number one way um, is more value. And the other one is to just deliver it more efficiently, requiring less hours to provide the same outcomes for your clients or better. What I find usually with the clients that I work with is actually as we deliver more efficiently and increase profit per project, what actually happens is as the hours reduce, the quality actually reduces too, because where we find all these areas where things are inefficient and um, when done a better way can actually get a better result for their client. So what if you could actually increase your profit, deliver things more efficiently, less time and deliver better outcomes? Sounds a little too good to be true, doesn't it? I get it. It probably does. So those are two things that you can do to increase your take-home profit relative to your workload. So that is a big reason for burnout. The solution to it is actually relatively simple. Another common cause for burnout can, can just be operating in the exhaustion zone just a little bit too long. And this is an area that where I see my clients really start to get worn out a little bit when they start first come to, to work with me is they're in this place where there is way too much work to do for the amount of hours that they have. And, um, there's all sorts of ways that you can, that you can solve this and fix it. The first one obviously is to fix the profit per hour that you're working. And that makes you well on your way to fixing this. But the other issues is scaling too far past your capacity. And so, so what do I mean by that? There is a line where you hit your capacity. Now, in order to scale your business, you actually have to lean into that capacity and grow past it. So you have to sell past your capacity zone and into what I call the sweat zone. Now, the sweat zone is where you are uncomfortable, where you're starting to stress your systems. Now, I'm saying stress your systems as far as like, okay, this is these are opportunities for us to improve these processes. And now it's going to allow us to increase our capacity and serve more clients with the same amount of time and input. So um, that's the sweat zone. And that's a, the great place that you want to be in for when you're scaling your company. Now, where you are in danger is when you start moving towards what I call the stress zone. And once you move into the stress zone, that's the danger zone. That's definitely the area where you start going into burnout. It's also the area where um, all hell breaks loose in your business and clients start really um, getting bad results. It's where... Um, you start wondering why the hell are you still running this business maybe in those moments of, of pure frustration. <laughs> Hopefully they're not very long moments, but being in that stress zone is pretty rough. You want to be growing past your capacity into the sweat zone, but not the stress zone. So here's the thing about the stress zone though. The difference between the sweat zone and the stress zone is actually a lot of it can be mindset. The, the whole goal is, is to keep on moving the line for your, your sweat zone, keep pushing it further and further towards the stress zone. And, and what's really happening is that the stress zone gets further and further away as you're building out the capacity. So your capacity is increasing as you're gently pushing against it. So 
I'm not saying you do this at the expense of your clients. Absolutely not. Because what really should happen as you're scaling, what it's going to be putting some pressure on yourself, your team, your, your systems, it's going to put a little bit of pressure to perform better. And what happens there is it's going to force you to be more efficient. It's going to force you to find um, more efficient pathways to accomplish the same or better results. So it's a really a beautiful place to be at, but you have to be aware of where you're at between the sweat zone and the stress zone and be looking into consistently upgrading your systems so that you can continue to increase your capacity. And this is something that you'd want to do with your team, by the way. You really want your team to be helping you build out the capacity. You have to direct it though. A big mistake that I see is just you hiring operations staff and you're just kind of dumping this on them and saying, all right, figure it out. And then they're just shocked that it doesn't work out. But then on the other end of the spectrum, it's like not letting go of anything and having to like own it all yourself. So like there needs to be some kind of happy medium where you can empower your team to own it, but at the same time, giving them the support to actually own it. Again, a big challenge that can lead to being overly exhausted and burnt out is to push too far into the stress zone. So we want to stay in the sweat zone and avoid the stress zone. Uh, And as you're approaching this stress zone, look at what's there, look what's really holding you back. And a lot of times it's it's, it's like a mindset type of thing that needs to be shifted. And this is definitely something I've experienced where, you know, hit up against capacity and, you know, you want to serve more clients, but at the same time, you, you, you really want to make sure that you are doing well by your, your current clients. But what happens is as you move into the sweat zone, I've discovered is that you uncover all these ways to be better and to serve your clients in new and and exciting ways. So that's one of the things that excites me about growing past my own capacity and doing it in a way where it is of service to my clients instead of it being a real downer. Because um, who here has been a client of a company where it's very clear that they're moving way past their capacity, way past the sweat zone. They're, they're highly in stress zone and your company is bearing the brunt of that. I most certainly have been uh, a client of one of those companies and I've seen a whole lot of companies being doing that, particularly in the B2B space with like marketing and lead generation type of services. These are, um, big offenders. And it's no wonder because when you are, if if you're really good at it, you're basically selling money and uh, people are knocking down your door to buy the money machine that you're going to create for them. So um, that's why um, it's it's really important though to have a strategy for how you're going to be scaling your business so that you can avoid the burnout, so that you can really use that, leverage it to get better outcomes for your clients, to leverage it to increase profit in your business. And um, to leverage it to, to really increase the impact that you're making in the world. And um, that's really why I decided to share that story with you today, even though it's a little bit uncomfortable to share, like I've mentioned. But I know that when I do share that story, there, there are a few people that, that are moved by it. Another one of the gifts that came out of me having this burnout was around some of that research and the testing I was talking about. And out of that came a process that I now call Find Time Now. It's it's a guaranteed process to find 10 extra hours per week for an entrepreneur to spend to grow their company. 
So what I've done is put together these, this Power Hour planner, and it's it's a daily and a weekly planner, the PDFs that you can print up and then um, actually use, put it on a clipboard and use it every day. Someone just emailed me last week to tell me that they have been able to get two extra hours. They were able to save two extra hours a day by using these planners. And um, that it's completely changed everything for them just by using these planners. I mean, I didn't work with this guy one-on-one at all. I exchanged like one or two emails with him and he was able to take the planners without like any instruction at all and then just immediately start putting them in in place in his business and and save a, a great deal of time. So if you want these planners, I am going to give them away to you for free for free. I don't know how long I'm going to be offering these for free, honestly, because this is, this is something that I give my clients, um, as part of our program, but I am going to give them away for free for, for right now. If you go to handsoffceo.com forward slash power hour, just altogether one word, handsoffceo.com forward slash power hour. Um, it'll be in the show notes. Then, um, you can go and download these power hour planners and be able to find a lot more time to be able to focus on the things that matter in your business, like growing your company, like producing better results for your clients and just doing whatever other things that you need to do to grow your company. This is Mandy Ellison, host of the Hands Off CEO podcast, signing off. If you are enjoying the show, please do us a favor. Go to iTunes and leave us an honest review. We would love to hear your feedback. Also, reach out to me over email, Mandy at handsoffco.com, M-A-N-D-I at handsoffco.com. If you have any requests for upcoming episodes, this episode was uh, brought to you by a request of one of our listeners. So um, I look forward to more requests like that and providing a ton of value so you can continue scaling to freedom, increasing your profits, and having a fantastic business and life. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hands Off CEO with Mandy Ellefson. If you want to work less and make more, make sure you subscribe and get a new episode every week and help spread the word by leaving a review.